Hello, welcome to Dailyish for Friday, January 16th, 2015. It is uh, minus six outside, feels like minus question mark, because I forgot to put it in there. I think it's like, let's say let's say 11. Looks like it's 11. I can just kind of look and see. No, but this isn't a weather podcast, so it doesn't really matter. It's minus 70 for all I know. Who cares? This episode of Dailyish is brought to you by Campaign Monitor. Visit CampaignMonitor.com today to get started sending beautiful and amazing email newsletters to your friends, clients, and uh, anyone else. I um, probably shouldn't. Recording right after I have breakfast probably isn't the greatest thing because I get that like mouth sound. Now, now you won't be able to not hear it. I hear it every time I edit and try and, and cringe and try and edit out as much of it as I can, but um, maybe I need to like s- swallow away from the mic, but then it gives that gap. Anyways, a bit of follow-up from last episode. Uh, thanks to my brother-in-law, Paul, who goes by at... No, we don't need to say that at sign. Why do I do that? I hate that when people do that. On Twitter, he goes by that Paul Moffat because we all know it's you put an at sign in front of it. Um, he says, uh, you check a horse's mouth to check its health. Looking a gift horse in the mouth is asking, okay, but how healthy is this free horse? So thanks to Paul for following up with uh, my question about where that phrase came from. And I'll make sure to check all horses for health by looking in their mouth. It's, uh, I just read an article the other day, I instapapered it a while ago, so I'm not sure when exactly this passed, within the last couple of weeks anyways. Um, it's the 10 year, apparently the 10 year anniversary of the pilot for Battlestar Galactica first airing on the sci-fi network. And I had forgot, I've kind of, like I knew, I, we watched the show, watched the whole series, and uh, I'd forgotten just how much I really enjoyed the show and how good it was, and especially at the time. Some of the effects might not hold up. I don't know. I, anyways, I, reading the article, I'll put the link in the show notes, which you can find at goodstuff.fm slash dailyish slash 67. Um, I think we joined halfway through the first season somewhere in there. I forget, just hearing about it probably on the internet somewhere and because we had the internet back then. And uh, and realizing, you know, I enjoyed it as a sci-fi, of, like I'm not a huge sci-fi nerd, but definitely can appreciate enjoying Star Trek and Star Wars and stuff, obviously. Um, and, uh, but there was something about this show that was beyond just like space battles and stuff. It had a really great storyline and, uh, and the ending for the series, you know, wasn't amazing, but I think we kind of like, you know, we've come to expect maybe that in this, in 2015, the two thousands, we don't really know how to end shows very well, or the people who make shows don't know how to end series, at least to the satisfaction of a majority of the viewers. And so, Maybe in uh, maybe in the next generation we'll figure that all out. Um, but anyways, the uh, and and reading some of the stuff in the in the article that sort of reminiscing and, and talking about that it's just talking about the pilot, not the whole um, whole show, and uh, just some of the things that like the idea that Cylons look just like humans came entirely from the fact that the budget couldn't support cool looking robots. So even that in itself, like what later became a major plot device wasn't actually the intention of or wasn't the original intention I guess when they were putting the show together that it would be that way they just didn't have the budget for it so you kind of know that they were just like with Lost and stuff they do make it up as they go along they don't have always have a complete story arc which is fair I guess and uh, sometimes I wish or dream or think that as you're watching it that they've got it all figured out and they're not just making it up in reaction to something that they thought of last week but um I guess that's storytelling in the TV age, um, or at least selling on TV. Um, 
and I'd forgotten in the pilot, so anybody who's watched the show, like this isn't a spoiler, it's just you discover this very quickly in the in the pilot. They have to keep jumping, like using light speed or faster than FTL drives, they call them faster than light speed drives to jump uh, every 33 minutes to stay ahead of the Cylons, the robots who are chasing them. And uh, and that became, that didn't last forever. They figured out a way to not have to jump every 33 minutes. I guess that's a spoiler, sorry. But um, but just that plot device and uh, in the pilot anyways to sort of keep the story moving along. And then also in the article, reading, this is what, Part of what makes me want to, amongst other things, what makes me want to go back and rewatch it now is how, again, the budget was limited, and so they actually were shooting very minimal sets. They didn't have a lot of sets, and you kind of it makes sense when they're talking like they're on a spaceship and they're flying through the air and flying through space, and um, and they don't see have big you know wide expanses of of things to shoot big. Um, stages to shoot on and stuff but in actuality again it was one of those things where they didn't have the budget for it especially initially and so um and things like using whiteboard markers and and sort of lo-fi kind of effect stuff that felt like it was part of the aesthetic of the show but was probably in actuality driven by lack of budget and so um i thought actually the effects were pretty good i thought it was a neat neat way of presenting space i don't care about the accuracy of how ships should fly in space or not but it, it was neat and <clears throat> definitely looked interesting and helped move the story along so um but yeah anyways that'll be my next another podcast series that we do <laughs> that i don't ever get around to actually doing but just have the idea of doing is rewatching Battlestar galactica and recording a podcast about it because that'd be fun i don't think i was podcasting that much back when the show came out initially have you watched Battlestar galactica did you enjoy the ending don't spoil it for folks, but uh, what do you think of the series? Let me know. Chris at goodstuff.fm. I, Chris, on Twitter. If uh, Feel free to send me any corrections, any advice for the future episodes. <laughs> um, maybe I'll have, I'll, in future, maybe I'll get Paul just to record a little audio definition for me so I can just interject it into the show so that he can be the sort of the, the random reporter correcting my grammar and, and or informing me of the definitions of the, of common phrases and things because he's a much more educated man than I. So, All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Campaign Monitor for sponsoring Dailyish. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Bye. <laughs>